1462, from Transylvania arose a Romanian knight of the Sacred Order of the Dragon, known as Dracula, the Prince of Darkness, Vlad the Impaler, or better known as Dracula. I have no idea how we've made it this far into the show and we have yet to cover a Dracula movie. Every decade since the birth of film has had Dracula movies, ranging from scary to funny to artsy to downright fucking goofy. Sometimes as horror fans, we are blessed when a serious filmmaker who doesn't generally make horror films delves into the genre. Stanley Kubrick, Steven Spielberg, John Landis, there are many great examples to choose from. But the film we are discussing today is a prime example and by far the most serious Dracula movie in my opinion. That of course is Francis Ford Coppola's 1992 horror epic, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Not enough can be said for how well Stoker's novel was beautifully adapted in this film. Many times scenes follow verbatim to the book. The acting, the makeup, the score, everything is perfect. It's no wonder why Coppola's film opened up at number one at the box office and it earned over 215 million. That's over five times its budget. And oh yeah, it also won three Academy Awards. We didn't deserve this movie, but we got it. And now that we're here in October, I can't wait to discuss it with you. Boys and girls, I hope you're ready because this one is big. Without any further introduction, here is our take on Bram Stoker's Dracula. Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey, and back again for another week, clapping them cheeks, Mr. Ozark Mark. Ozark Mark, what's happening down there, brother? The leaves are falling, it's October, pumpkins are out, and we happen to be talking about one of the most legendary, iconic, I'm not going to say the most, but if you did, I wouldn't say that's a lie, most iconic characters within horror, Dracula. Bleh. It's me. Dracula. I love Dracula. Dracula. Every time somebody says Dracula, I go, bleh. But uh, yes, it's Halloween time. I love the fact last week, if you're a current listener, if you're up to date, we talked about some witches. We're into Halloween season. You can't have Halloween season without the little vampires. Real vampires. None of these love story, falling in love, tight jacket, makeup wearing, pale, gelled hair looking vampires. No, we're talking about the real vampire, the man himself, Dracula. And this is what movie of Dracula, because there's a lot of Draculas. You're right, Mark. I mean, there's like over 200 Draculas. This is, this is Francis Ford Coppola's 1992 Bram... Or, I'm sorry. You said... No, I thought no, it was Francis, Bram... No, hold Fra on a hold, second. Bram Stoker is the author of Dracula, the old book from the 1800s. Francis Ford Coppola is the director. Now, Francis Ford Coppola, the reason why that's important, he's the dude who made The Godfather. Like, this is a serious director. And as I allude to in the intro... You know, sometimes we get lucky. We've talked about this before. Sometimes we get lucky where in the horror genre when a serious director decides, like, hey, I want to make a horror movie. You know, Steven Spielberg with Jaws, Stanley Kubrick with The Shining. You know, there's countless examples of 
Hor- I mean, uh, John Landis with American Werewolf in London. And this is just another great example. But that's why it's so over the top. That's why there's so many great actors on board. I mean, throughout, I mean, fucking Anthony Hopkins, dude. Winona Ryder. Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Dude, fucking Tom Waits is in this. He's, <clears throat> he is the fella. Even uh, Gary, <laughs> Gary Elwes, who's, uh, there's a lot of people that you see in this movie and it they have that curse mm-hmm. with an actor. So once you see him in one movie, that's what you think of when you see them. So when he came in with his mustache, I'm just thinking of the men in tights, <laughs> the Robin Hood men in tights. Which fella are you talking about? Uh, Gary Elwes. He is uh, Is that Arthur. the dude from The Princess Bride? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Robin Hood men in tights. No. Never seen it? No, I'm talking about The Princess Bride. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he's the same guy. You've never oh, seen yeah. Robin Carrie Hood. O. You've never seen... Carrie Elwes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, did I not say it right? I, I, you might have said Gary. I said Elwes. I, is it Carrie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Carrie. Okay, my eyesight is not very good in front of my list here. But yes, Carrie Elwes. Yes. Saw him in there. Yeah, he was in The Princess Bride. Yes. He was also in Robin Hood Men in Tights, what I just said to you. Yeah. You like, you look at me like you've never seen that movie. I have seen that movie. Okay. Dave Chappelle's in that movie. Okay. All right. Now we're on the same page here. But anyway, yeah, superstar cast. I love the fact that when you said serious directors go in to make horror movies and we get blessed and we get actual, like, motion pictures. And uh, uh, first time seeing this movie, uh, great, great movie. Yeah, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I also just wanted to throw in there, <clears throat> I've read the Dracula book. I've also listened to it. And the thing with this movie is that it is very close to the book. Like, very close. Sometimes verbatim. I mean, that's what he wanted to go for, is just how the book was. And it's cool when people can take an old book and make it like in a modern way where you can keep up and understand what the hell's going on. And it it has a book feel to it, a, a great like fantasy arc to it. Even, I guess we should just give the synopsis so we don't confuse people, but it's kind of like Batman. Like if you don't know the story of Batman's parents getting killed, like, I, you know, that's just a classic story that everyone knows. But Dracula, really quick, if you don't know the story... Dracula hires like a lawyer, like a financial lawyer, Jonathan Harker, and he they haven't met, but he hires him uh, to come help him buy properties in London. Dracula wants to buy properties in London. Obviously, Jonathan doesn't know he's like Dracula vampire. He's just a dude, Dracula. So he goes out to this dude's house to meet him, and then he stays for a few days, and then he starts to realize like he's become a prisoner. Dracula finds out that his girl looks just like his girl from the past so he falls in love with her and he like puts a trance on her so she falls in love with him and really he just starts terrorizing these two's life because he really wants his girl and he doesn't succeed he almost does but you know they call van helsing at the end to help take down dracula which is just a classic tale that everybody's kind of familiar with and fucking Anthony Hopkins, not only does he play, like, because in the very beginning it shows, because Dracula is somewhat of a real tale, a real story of a real guy. You know, the Vlad the Impaler, Vlad the Third. Um, 
And, you know, he was a fighter for Christ, taking down the Turks. And, they, you know, he was a Dracul, Order of the Dragon. So, I mean, some Game of Thrones shit, but that's really how it was. And he's known for fucking people up and leaving them impaled on spikes to bring them to God. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, whatever, whatever it takes. Right. So there's some truth in the story, so I really like that. But at the beginning... The dad, the Dracul, the father of Dracul, because Dracula is the son of, but Dracul is the father, technically, an old-timey shit. And he was played by Anthony Hopkins, but he shows up later as Van Helsing, Anthony Hopkins. And anytime you have him, bro, like, you're good. Oh, yeah, he's my like, favorite. He's Van, I've always liked Van Helsing as my favorite character of the Dracula story, but Anthony Hopkins is definitely my favorite Van Helsing, for sure. Kills the role. He does do... Oh, damn. I was really close to the mic. Sorry. He really does. Um, the two of the best, I think, are, are him and Peter Cushing. I think those two just fucking nail it. They're just really good. And I really like the Van Helsing movie. That was fun. But this is the most serious Dracula movie. And I'm not going to lie to you. In the book, the most boring fucking parts are when the broads are talking to each other. And, like, I don't mean that in a bad way, but, like, in 2022, if two girls are talking about, like, boys, so to say, boys, I don't want to listen to that shit. I don't care. Okay? And I didn't care about it then. And in the book, there's, like, letters between them. And it's, like, for me, it's, like, a better book when I'm not, like, reading those parts until later when Lucy starts to get, in, you know, when she gets fucked up by Dracula and she's starting to become a vampire, then at that point it's fun uh, to read the exchanges between the two ladies. But at the beginning, bro, like, it's really slow. There are some really boring letters. Well, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's this, the same way when two dudes talk about football or sure. these guy stuff. It goes both ways. Sure, dude. It goes both ways here. But Sure, but it, it that, that those parts are rough for me in the book. But what I was going to say in the movie... It just feels a little more engaging than the book part of it because it's like, I, for some reason, when I'm reading that, it's just like... Well, I'm sure in the book it's longer, too. In yes. the movie, they shorten it up. You know, you got to move it along. Now, you said you saw this for <clears throat> for the first time. What are some parts that are sticking out to you? What are some parts that you liked? What's, uh, you know, so it's kind of fresh on your brain, probably. What are you thinking about? What was pretty sick to you? What did you enjoy? I, I enjoyed a lot of it. Um, I really, the first part I really liked was uh, the first meeting of Dracula and um, Keanu Reeves. What's his name? Jonathan Harker. Jonathan Harker, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I like their first meeting. I like when he uh, first discovers his girl's picture and then his shadow is just behind him, like choking him. <laughs> <laughs> That was really cool. Um, <clears throat> I did enjoy uh, Anthony Hopkins' Van Helsing, um, and all of his scenes were good. I liked them hunting Dracula. I liked, uh, you know, pretty much uh, it was a very enjoyable movie. Um, nothing really made me crack up like it usually does in horror movies. Like, I don't remember an exact part that made me just roll on the floor laughing. I don't know what part probably did. At well, remind end, remind me of it. So at the end, you know, Van Helsing shows up and he goes to fuck everybody up. But you know, what does Dracula have on his side? What what's one of his uh, 
people that he has on his side, his three brides, you know, that try to seduce you. Yeah. And he, like, makes this ring of fire, and he's like, Stay back, you whores of Satan! <laughs> you know, like, like... I forgot about that whores part. Whores of Satan? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, just throw that one at the wife. You, yeah. you whore of Satan? <laughs> Get out of here. I'm trying to watch football. <laughs> you whore just make a circle Satan. in the living room. When you're watching football, she comes in saying, just yell that at her. <laughs> that reminds me of, like, Anchorman. He's a scorpion woman. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Wait for me, devil woman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that part was kind of funny. Um, now, I did mention in the intro, but it needs to be mentioned here. This got three Academy Awards, bro. Like three. One for the makeup, one for the sound, and uh, I forget the other one was. Maybe story or screenplay. I, I don't know what it was. but Well, it was. I mean, it was very good. Uh, it was a little long. For sure. Um, you know, there was a part where I thought the movie ended and there was like another 20 minutes. But it still, it still kept me engaged. It still kept, you know, if this is the Dracula story, I think this is the one to watch. First, at least. Same. You know, like, honestly, it, the makeup is sick in this. Yeah. Because he turns into like, it's very much like the book, because he kind of turns into like a werewolf, but it's like a bat werewolf thing. It's almost like a like if you were to take a bat enlarge him but take his wings away yeah like if that makes sense i know it sounds weird but it almost looks like a werewolf but he's got like and he does transform into a wolf too he has a wolf around him he can really transform into whatever like a mist i mean he's really got some uh creepy entity elements to him yeah he does I really liked the makeup work. I liked towards the end when he was like hanging from the ceiling he looked like a fucking gargoyle or something so cool. Uh, I like the, the head slicing off. That's a lot of fun, too. Like, Lucy got her head sliced off. That was fun. Um, I like when uh, Van Helsing and them go to the house. Um, I forget what it was, but I think they just discovered on... No, it was right where uh, Keanu Reeves' character, Parker, says, I know where the bastard lives. So... Van Helsing gets all excited because he's like he's been hunting looking for you know the real Dracula forever so he gets there and some guy's standing outside with a gun he's like hurry up we gotta go kill him but first not on an empty stomach like he's all excited (laughs) (laughs) but like you know they just discovered where he is be like first I gotta go eat something (laughs) he's like killing me with that but yeah this is a it's definitely a movie that uh, you got to watch when there aren't really kids around that can hear the sound because this kind of sounds like a porno at some point. I know. I started watching this with my 12-year-old son, and I was like, oh, what am I doing, bro? I know. Like, there's, there's one of them horny movies, isn't it? But Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it stays true. You know, very, uh, very seductive. That's how vampires usually are. So, there, I mean, there's no sex scenes, really, but there is some, like, orgasmic noises from girls i guess you could oh, say. Yeah? yeah it's something like that you know you know what i'm talking about oh yeah they start to get the going what's fun about it what's really fun is dracula you get to see him in many different elements he's not just dracula in a robe he's like seductive human form dracula he's like old warrior style dracula he's like creepy gargoyle dracula He's like old man powdered wig Dracula. 
fucking werewolf, bat, Dracula. Like, there's so many different ones. It's, like, really fucking cool to me that they went that far. And it is a long, complex story to tell. But I feel like they conquered that well. Like, somebody who hasn't read that book, if you watch that movie, you could totally bullshit somebody that you read the book. Like, I'm not, I'm not fucking with you. Like, you really could. Um, that's just, uh, it's a classic tale, man. It's, it really is. Uh, it's been imitated a few times. Even Nosferatu, like, kind of stole the premise. And they got sued for it uh, by the Stoke, Bram Stoker's wife. Yeah, because he had died at that point. But a lot of people have interpreted this story. Like you said, this is probably the tippy top, the best. I don't know why, you know, we do get blessed with big directors to step in and make these. It's like I said in the intro, like, we don't, des we didn't deserve this movie, but like, I'm so happy that we got it because, like, I'm happy with Sleepaway Camp 2. Like, movies that are, like, inherently shit but they're my kind of shit it's something i like so when somebody's like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna make some big like you know 40 million dollar budget horror movie for you go real serious get all these a-list actors you're like fuck man thank yeah, you yeah i mean thanks it's, <laughs> it's, it's a small breath of fresh air it's something different you know it's something step out of your wheelhouse but it's always good it's always good i'm gonna say something else too now, people, some people criticize Keanu Reeves for this movie because they say that his acting's bad. Now, that's just a joke. That's like people saying Nickelback sucks when they're selling out arenas. No, it's very, spe like it's very specific with this movie. Now, I will say he doesn't have the best British accent, but the ro the role of Jonathan Harker is to be naive and kind of dumb. Like he's he he's got a good job. But he's kind of simple and naive. Like, that's the whole position. Also, sometimes people will say, and, and somebody doesn't do a great job in a role, but not everyone is fucking well-spoken in life. Like, not everyone you know is well-spoken. You, you need people who aren't. Because that's what real life is. Not all your friends are well-spoken. You need kind of like the awkward silent type you need the weird people as well that that's a believable fucking character to me um a lot of people are watching that new jeffrey dahmer thing that's because the dude's crushing the role as like an awkward fucking guy like you need to portray that more in movies and i think keanu reeves does that in this movie as like an awkward character who's naive it's not that he's bad acting. Like that's the that's the character of Jonathan Harker. I don't know, man. I mean, I didn't mind it at all. I mean, I got lost in the story half the time. I forgot it was Keanu Reeves. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like saying Anna Faris from scary movies, saying like she's a bad actor because like that's a silly character. It's like no, that's like that. That's a dumb. That that character is meant to be a dumb girl. No, like, I that's think, what that no, is. I like, think everybody fit their characters how they should have. I, I got lost in the story. You know, I first saw them, and I, like I said, I thought of the Men in Tights movie. I thought of Keanu Reeves in there. I think Anthony Hopkins is Hannibal, but then you get a couple scenes later, and then all of a sudden you're into it, and now you know him as, now you know, now he's Van Helsing. Now he's Parker. Now he's, you know, everything else. Carrie, not only was he in Princess Bride and Robin Hood Men in Tights, he was in Liar Liar. You remember he was like the stepdad and he was like, All right, champ, I yeah. got you a glove. Like it was yeah. the, 
I know. He's a great actor. I think he needs more more roles, man. He kills everything he's in. And the Princess Bride, when Indigo Montoya climbs up the rope, like when he throws him the rope to climb up, and he says, "Why, why would I throw you the rope if you're only gonna kill me?" <laughs> you know, that that whole exchange is funny. Like, and Indigo Montoya. I swear, I have a friend that looks just like him. Oh yeah, Rami, yeah. Rami, <laughs> you killed my father. Now you <laughs> must pay. Oh, <laughs> uh, you try to show somebody that movie and they don't like it, and you just die a little inside. I know. How do you not like them? Anyway, you know, <clears throat> I did like the way um, Dracula moved around the castle when uh, Parker first is, he goes around the castle to explore. For the first time, and he looks down there, and he just sees him in his long-ass robes crawling. That's real Dracula. That's the real vampire. Okay? Yeah, dude. He he did I, all the real vampire movements. You know, he lusts for blood. I loved when he's, like, helping him shave and being all creepy. That's because fucking Gary Oldman is a fucking beast. Yeah. Gary Oldman is a fucking <clears throat> monster actor. Every movie you see him in, he's different. I mean, that's Commissioner Gordon from the Christian Bale Batman movies. The dude that was putting up the bat signal on the sign. Yeah. Like, that. you're telling me that's the same fucking guy? He's always different. Um, that's hard to do. That is hard to do. If you guys are looking for some fun entertainment, look at the... There's like a blooper scene from this movie where... Gary Oldman it gets like not in like a bad dispute with Francis Ford Coppola but like Francis is like making suggestions and Gary's like just trying to process what he's saying and it's like very like they're going back and forth but then like Gary kind of storms off but he's got that long ass cape so like one of his assistants <laughs> has to come behind him and like carry it it's so funny and dramatic and real <laughs> like it's not <laughs> Yeah, dude. I just pictured that. I don't even need to see it. Just picturing that. Just <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that's the first thing like I saw that long like when they're walking through the hallway when he first gets to the house. First of all, okay. That's why I love horror movies because they're just so ridiculous. Like if you were Keanu Reeves, like the first the first instance I knew I would be out of the situation is the pl- train ride there. Like I'm Going to first, just the castle itself. I was like, I ain't going in there. Dude, even that before, train ride was cool. Even that train ride was With cool. With the eyes. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, if I got to a place and there's wolves howling everywhere and a carriage comes up and there's just a creepy all black creature with long nails says, get in. He doesn't even say get in. He just points at you and get in. I ain't getting in. Nope. No. Go fuck yourself, I ain't getting dude. in. No. And if I were so stupid to get in that carriage and go to this castle and meet this dude who's pale as hell, looks like a powdered wig and's got a cape as long as, like, three hallways, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't staying in this. No, dude. I would... I don't know. I, I might get trapped up in his with his wives, though. Like, the, the Dracula girl yeah, wives. Yeah, that would, that would happen. Mm-hmm. You're just like, fuck, you girls got me. Damn. Damn it. You got me. Yeah. <laughs> you got me. Well, unless they got you. I mean, they got you. You know what I mean? They start draining your blood and made him weak. And I like how they were talking about, like, draining him and making him weak, but he eventually escapes, and he just falls, like, 
10 stories down into a river (laughs) has the strength to get up swim walk through the creeks and find a church like get the fuck out of here please (laughs) get the fuck out of here please it's not gonna happen i know it's unrealistic but this is pretty funny to watch it's not gonna happen dog it's just not gonna happen yeah but any smart man like if i was a if i was a uh evil lord of that i would have girls to do my bidding they're the best ones to do it dude they're the easiest ones to get the job done how about when like jonathan is in that little sex orgy with those girls like feeding frenzy which you know there's people that pay for that yeah anyways once he kind of comes to because dracula gets pissed he's like bitches i didn't say y'all could feed on him like that was the energy he came in with right Mm -hmm. and he like shunned him and then he gave him a baby to eat like, you remember that? Like, yeah. he brought in a baby. Jonathan's like, ah, that fucking face he makes and that laugh. That, <laughs> dude, that is so creepy. He crushed it, dude. That would look so cool. It does. Like, I love it. Nothing beats the real when you get a real portrayal of a vampire, man. Mm-hmm. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. That's how you should know vampires. That's what they are. Yeah, Perfect dude. depiction of it. Vampires aren't cool. Like, it's not cool. Like, it's cool to watch, obviously, but, like, they're not cool. And he was in pain, like, at parts. Like, I'm glad that he illustrated that, too. Like, he didn't want to be seen in his beast form to, like, Mina because he, like, had such a crush on her. Like, he wanted to only be seen, like, as handsome and shit. He didn't really want to reveal himself in beast form. Yeah, it's it's perfect because it's like a (laughs) double-edged sword. It's like, you know, you don't know whether to be an enemy hate dracula for what he's doing or feel sorry for him Mm -hmm. because he's he's trying to fulfill his love for four centuries and he finally found someone that looks dead on who he used to love but at the same time you're like you shouldn't be doing that like that's a girl who's supposed to be married and at the same time you know it's 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 a very weird you don't know which way to go you feel both sides of the sword here you don't know which one to pick poor dracula yeah, I know. If uh, your girl uh, was in that situation, remember, it's towards the uh, end of the movie mm-hmm. where uh, Parker's got a gun to her, and she goes, "Will you do Harker. the... Har- Harker, whatever. Sorry. Harker mm-hmm. has got a gun to his once fiance, who has now become in love with Dracula. She goes, would you do the same to me once I turn? And he goes, no, I can't do it. Would you do it? Look, here's the deal. Would you do it? Here's the deal. Dracula, let's have a sit down. Let's have a little powwow. Cut all the shit. Like, all right, I don't want to do the nightmares and shit, bro. I I smoke a lot of weed, but we're going to need to get down to brass tacks here. Make us both fucking vampires, okay? We can be swingers, like, whatever. Like, I'm not banging you, dog, but, like, we can bang chicks and shit. Like, whatever. Like, if that's what I got to do, she's got to bang to be in the circle. But, like, we get, you know, you know, we, we get to live forever. All right, whatever. Like, that's a fucking win-win. Like, I still get the banger, right? Like, that's cool. Like, you know, that like, we're all in here. Like, we're all, like, that's cool, dog. Like, whatever. You know, sharing is caring. We all need to have fun in life. And... <laughs> I'm the kind of guy that if I get to be a vampire for the rest of my life, dog, like, whatever. 
you know, all be clapping vampire cheeks. Like, you know, because I imagine she might get in like one of those kind of like uh, situations with the bride. You know, maybe I might have a situation like that of my own. You know, I can get three. She'll be one of those. Mm -hmm. And like just sometimes they might catch people in their spider webs and do their thing. Whatever. They're doing their thing. They're having fun. It's ladies night. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not asking questions. But what I know is I'm having fun, too. We're all having a blast. We're vampires, dog. That's the culture. That's what, you know, vampire culture is. We're drinking wine, blood wine. Well, we can either good, be like fancy aristocrats or we could be like Blade and we're raving. Like either way, dog, like it all seems cool. And like it seems like a cool scene, like where everybody's just cool with that kind of stuff. So if we were going through it, I would just go to him like, cut the shit, dog. What's what's happening? And then at that point, you know, if we wanted to kill him, I feel like his guard would be dropped. And like mm. we can either kill him or we could stay in this life. But either way. You know, we'd have options. I think we, I think we need to think it over as a couple. We need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. We clapping vampire cheek cheeks for eternity, or are we gonna kill this guy? I don't know. That's that's a very different answer than what my answer would be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd kill her right there. I'd kill them both. I roll with Van Helsing, dog. You ain't taking my soul. That's true. I Besides, like that. Besides, you fucking cheated on me. You rather, let, let, let's give it this. I don't care if it's a trance or not. All right. What you did was you went and you cheated on me with a undead hell raising creature who you have to <laughs> die just to be with. So you rather die and be with this motherfucker than be with me. So fuck you both. I think he assaulted I'm her. I think he assaulted her. Like, she just, like, it's some crazy like i don't think she cares about him i think it is all trance and i think <clears throat> it don't matter it's too far gone she was so, well yeah it's true it's that's too true far gone. but yeah but in that situation though it, it's too far gone like you're both vampires like but jonathan harker was a little bitch dog this, this little dude this little dude was raised up to go to college to be a bro I was not raised for that. I was raised to scratch lottery tickets and smoke cigarettes, okay, and watch horror movies. And I'm I am aware of these situations. So if it's presented to me, I know the vampire world, dog, okay? You know what's going on. Like I said, you're an educated horror movie goer. If you saw some shit like that go down with the hand, you're like, I'm not going up to the vampire castle. Were you fucking high? We nuts. Because you know better. Like, you know you know what's going on. We've got insight. This dude's like, oh, what's happening? Oh, no. I feel weaker. Yeah, dog. No. Oh, we're cutting this shit out. Hey, hey, cut, it, cut out my dreams. All right? I roll with Jesus, homie. Yeah, that is true, though. I do like that. I'm telling you. I do like that. Okay. Look, I don't know if your soul is real or not. But I ain't fucking giving it up, just in case. Just in case, playing it safe. I'm killing both them vampires. I'd rather be a Van Helsing than a vampire. All right, yeah, you got a point. I'm sorry. Van Helsing is cooler to me than the vampires. Now, the vampires are cool. I enjoy the vampires. But if I had to pick one, I'm rolling as a Van Helsing. Okay. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. And if my bitch becomes a vampire... Okay, if my girl, my woman, my broad becomes a vampire, mm-hmm. gone. Sorry. You're you gone. I'm sorry. That's You're true. Gone. You're That's gone. True. You're gone. You're done. That's true. You're over. It's curtains. 
for you. Okay. Okay. I might get a tanning light and just shine it on her. <laughs> like they did in Blade to that big fat one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like burnt up all crispy. Just buy a tanning bed and just throw her in there. Yeah. <laughs> I would, dude, I would find fun ways to kill vampires. I would get more joy out of killing vampires than I would killing people as a vampire. What happens you wake up a vampire? All right. You just wake up. Let's just say she turned you, you know? Right. She became one. She's like, hey, you were yeah. sleeping and I came in. You're a vampire now and there's nothing you can do. Dude. And you just accept your reality. Would you, let's just say your soul is still intact. Yes. Okay. And you're saying, I want to go out and I don't want to be fucked up. I'm not going to be dumb like Twilight and, you know, eating fucking cows and deers and shit. That's, that's fucking lame. So what you're going to do. I think this is what I would do. I'm looking for bad people, like pedos and weird people. Like, I want to rid the world of, like, bad people. I want to be the baddest thing on the world, if that makes sense. Like, I want to be the highest on the food chain. And, yeah. like, those little dumbass people that are, fuck, you know, messing with people, mm-hmm. beating women and kids, like, just those kind of people. That's Terrorist. a good idea. I would want to be the last vampire left. I'd be a vampire that kills vampires. Get some points upstairs. Also, okay, more blood for me. And then I like your bad people idea. You'd be like a vigilante. Yeah. But a vampire. And I, I, I want to be the only vampire left, though. Well, Blade was a good vampire. That's what I'm saying. I'd be a good vampire. I feel better about my soul. Anyway, that's great, very interesting. But we need to learn more things about this movie. Oh, education's important. Welcome to the What Do You Know here. This is the segment here where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie, Bram Stoker's Dracula 1992, if you're paying attention. And if you're not paying attention, now you know. Now, if this is your first time here, we're going to tell you how it's going to go. We're going to tell you things we know about this movie. Now, you may know what we know. You may not know what we know. But if you know what we know, you're going to have a we-know-gasm. But if you don't know what you know, you're going to have a more intense we-know-gasm. And everybody's going to sleep a little bit easier with the relaxation of your body from your brain of these facts. Now, why don't you tell me something that you may or may not know about this movie? Okay, I'm looking. Let's talk about makeup here. I'm ready to talk about makeup here. This movie has a lot of makeup in it. Foundation. Yes. And apparently, you know, Gary Oldman, he took a lot of responsibility into this role as Dracula. So he got really close with the makeup guy, the special effects guy. And he, they got together and they really started ramping up the ideas. And he kind of learned, he later hated some of the ideas. He didn't really like the bat creature that much that we were referring to, the bat wolf creature. And I guess there was a time where he had to be cut out because he got super claustrophobic. And then there was also a time he had to go to like, I think to the hospital because he had burns on his body because there was a reaction to the suit. So he got a little overzealous, but I'm kind of happy he did because he went over the top. And I enjoyed that. 
So yeah, that's a little fact I got there for you. That sounds pretty rough. Gary Oldman put himself through the fucking ringer to make it there. Hey, at least you got paid for it, pal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What you do know, you I'd got? I go through the ringer if I made that kind of money. Make this movie Dracula. Yeah, what kind I, of what kind know, of facts you got? I got I got a fact here. Okay, mm-hmm. so this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, and there's a lot of special effects in it. Right. Right. Okay. Now, when you think special effects, especially these days, computers, CGI is the way to go. Yeah. Correct. That's how they do it now. That's how they do it now. That's you know. But now that's the 1992 CGI was there, special effects were there. All of the effects in this movie were practical effects. I like that. Means real, real, real life effects. Like no, no computers, no CGI. It was all done with the tricks of the cameras. And you can do a lot of that. I'm telling you. Look, listen. If you ever go got a free internet time and your time here, which a lot of people do, look up how practical practical effects are done. How things are done. It's really fucking cool to see. There's a lot that goes into it. And if this movie was all practical effects, a lot of hard work and a lot of hours went into this movie. So you'd probably appreciate it a little bit more if you saw how some of these practical effects are done. Because practical effects are a lot more harder than CGI, let's be honest here. And sometimes they look a lot better, in my opinion. They always look better, in my opinion. Yes. They always look better. Don't ever disrespect me looking like Alfalfa. Alfalfa. Oh, look some... at that. That's some great facts here. Now, let me tell you something else I know. You got another fact. You said you like the Van Helsing character. I do like the Van Helsing character. Well, Anthony Hopkins, like, improv most of that role. What? Most of those lines, he, like, improv He, like, crushed it. He just understood the assignment. He knew Dracula and Van Helsing. That is one of my favorite men in the world. <laughs> He's fucking such a good actor. If you improv, you improv all that shit, dude. I wish I could hire him for my birthday or something. Hannibal Lecter. Man, man's a national treasure. Man should, uh, you know, be cherished. Yeah, he should be, you know. Congratulations to him. That's interesting. I did not know that. I, you know, I didn't know that at all. Sir Anthony Hopkins. What a great man. Yes. What a great man. Do you know any more facts about this movie? No, that's it. That's it. Okay, that's good. So we're going to go now. Mr. Ozark Mark. Hello. Now, I think, me personally, Winona Ryder, she would get it, bro. Like Beetlejuice, Dracula. There's certain ladies that delve into the horror world, and I think that... She's kind of recognized as that. I think she's pretty hot. Do you agree? Do you agree? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm not alone on that. All right, now she's in Stranger Things, and now she's, like, still hot, doing her thing. Yeah. All these years later, doing she's creepy like, uh, shit. She's, like, on the same level as uh, Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Well, look here. Yeah. Winona, if you're listening to our show, which I'm sure you are, you know, I'm sure you are. Because what else is better to do with your time than listen to the Sloppy Horror Podcast? I, I just want you to know, like, from handsome young men, you'd still fucking get it. All right? <laughs> like, you'd still fucking get it. Because of all the stuff you put down for the horror world. And I just think that needs to be said. Okay? Start doing conventions. Yeah, start doing conventions. And we can, you know, break you off some of that long, young dick. 
while you're in our town. All right? You can go back home. You don't have to tell anybody. All right? I like to do it with the mask on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever. You know, whatever you're into. I mean, you did fucking Beetlejuice, all right? You gave me weird feelings when I was a young man. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. All right, yeah. He so, didn't show up. What the fuck? I think that was for educational purposes, and people needed to hear that. What is your favorite part of this movie? <clears throat> did you tell me that already? I don't think you did. Mine is definitely the dinner scene. Like, when Jonathan first arrives. Um, that is a great scene. I enjoyed that one, too. Gary Oldman's fucking acting is so superb. Like, he really crushes that. Because, obviously, like I said, the movie starts off at the beginning where Dracula is, like, a real guy. He's, like, <clears throat> Flayed the Impaler. Somebody killing people in the Crusades. Constantinople, or however the fuck you say it, but taking people out for Jesus and gets to be known as some gruesome, you know, brutal killer conqueror. And once he finds out that his girl died, because his girl thought he died, you know, in, in battle. So she offs herself and then he comes back to find her dead. And it's like a Romeo and Juliet situation. And he just gets angry and turns against this faith and just drinks the blood of Attila and when he is at that dinner scene he's just very serious he's crushing it I love how he swings that sword I love when he his whole monologue is in that is just <laughs> impeccable dude it is so good it would be so fun to play a role like that it, I, it could, I can see myself getting lost in it it's so fun did you ever see him in um, <clears throat> True Romance? True no. Romance. You should watch that, right? It's a like it's Quentin Tarantino wrote this movie. It's a lot of fun. But Gary Oldman is this like drug dealer pimp guy, and he's like this Creole New Orleans gangster. He's got dreadlocks and like gold teeth, and he's like, "What are you doing here?" Like he's so fucking wild, like so different than what he is in this. I I I cannot explain. It's like he is like a Christian Bale kind of guy. It's just like every movie, bro. You're just different, a Johnny Depp kind of guy. Where it's like you just have that ability to be a whole new human fucking being. Like we're literally unrecognizable. So this is literally unrecognizable. Like, some of you can tell, like, oh, yeah, that's you. That's you. That's mm -hmm. the same guy. That's Tom Hanks. Yeah, you I, know, didn't, like I, didn't, I didn't put two and two together of he was all these other characters. So, <clears throat> I mean, he really did a fantastic job. Yeah, so. that's, like, that's serious acting. That's, like, theater acting. Yeah, um, this, is a, this is a great, uh, great pick of yours. I want to pick this pull this picture up of what he looks like in this movie and and you're gonna laugh here's a gif of him from true romance <laughs> like like you don't look Put it up to the camera <laughs> yeah he just oh man that's not even close to what he looked you know it's not even <laughs> stop showing me that <laughs> right it's not even close dude that's 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 a remarkable talent uh, i don't think a lot of people really take the time to think about and appreciate for real yeah dude for real and then you're gonna tell me this is the motherfucking same dude 
and Batman. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. That's 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 hard to do. That's not an easy feat to accomplish. So props um, to that man. And you should appreciate it <clears throat> every time you watch this a the film la- by him. This is the last one I'm gonna do because you're okay. about to be real fucked up. Okay. Get the fuck out of here. He played Winston Churchill. That's insane. That's yeah. insane. That's unheard of. Stop it. That's him. That's insane. That's him. That is insane. That's bonkers, brother. Well, I wonder what casting's going to be on the fucking Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Speaking Point of which, five. speak speaking of which, let's go through the portal. We got to go. I'm going to hit the button. You ready? Wow. Sloppy Horror rating, baby. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the one and only sloppy horror podcast rating. This is a one of kind, one of a kind, foolproof system developed by Christian Ramey, the the horror nerd himself. And you can't see him right now is because he is incapacitated at the time. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're an audio listener, you could figure out what he just did. Thanks to my turtle tank. So that's great. So. We are going to rate this movie on a horror movie scale, not a movie in general. So keep that in mind when you hear the <laughs> score. Okay. We discussed last episode that just because it's a lower score doesn't mean it's a bad horror movie. It just means it fits the situation of where you want to, your horror movie to be. Yeah. Okay. So. Sometimes you need something mild. Thank you. So, Sometimes you're with grandma. You don't want to watch Hostel with grandma. Maybe your grandma's pretty sick and she likes that. What's up, Grandma? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get this. So we're going <laughs> to do this in a series of four categories. Three categories are worth three points. Last category is worth one point four, a total of... Ten points altogether. That is correct. So let's get into the first category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is casting. Probably a one. Uh-huh. No, dog, this is three. This is definitely a three. Um, I know director is not casting, but, like, there's a fact that I kind of, like, left out, but I didn't think it was cool enough fact. Um, the fact is... Winona Ryder, I guess there was a rumor out there that she thought that Francis Ford Coppola hated her. So, like, this story had been kicking around since the 70s that they wanted to make a serious Dracula movie. And there were, like, there were many people trying to put a screenplay together, I guess. Or one person was trying to put it together. But they didn't have a director. And once Winona Ryder was attached to it, Francis Ford Coppola stepped up to kind of say, hey... Hey, we cool, dog. We ain't got no issues. Uh, But at that point, with those two on board, everybody else just kind of the dominoes fell. So I know he doesn't, you know, he doesn't count as part of the as part of the casting. But all of this together, it's a it's a three, dude. It's a three. Who would have thought it would have been a three if you were listening to the entire episode of what we were talking about? 
So that is a 3 out of 10 so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the second category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is kills. Nothing too wild. I mean, there is some cool kills in here. Don't get me wrong. There's some throat slits. There's some bloody situations, but it's done very artistically, uh, almost like beautiful. Like, I know it sounds weird because, like, murder is not beautiful, but they make it look that way. Like, even when Dracula gets his throat slit, it's like, it just looks kind of cool because the coloring goes well like it's just beautiful like if you took a still shot of one of those scenes it's like even though it's gory it's just still got like a a veneer on it if you will it's just beautiful what a nice homage yeah so i think just the way that all the practical effects because i know not all the practical effects are part of kills but like i'm scooping this in as far as as part as like uh a quarter of a point so to speak like going in with this but I'm, i really think it could go one i think you can go one here like what uncomfortably um you know i would honestly say it's like 0.75 but like with the practical effects added it's just got kind of a very artistic beautiful um kind of kills not your typical like gory or painful kills not painful to watch just kind of Wow, those look neat. No, I mean they fit with the movie. Yeah. You're right. I mean you got you got an art very artistic movie, very high paid actors, very high end director, very, telling a story. You gotta have kills in it, but you did it very artistically. So and there, fits, I mean there's quite a is. few head slices off. There's lots of vampire kills. Yeah. I mean, there's quite a few kills. This isn't saying there's no kills. Yeah. It's just they're so yeah. nice looking. They're they're very uh sophisticated kills. So uh, <laughs> I like that. Sophisticated so They kills. are. They are. So but that that deserves a one. So you got them there. You know, so that is four out of ten so far here on a sloppy horror podcast rating. Let's get into the third and final three point category here on a sloppy horror podcast rating. And that is fear. Look, I feel like any girl that is like in womanhood is just gonna like this movie like it's gonna be like a romance movie like if they're into this kind of shit like at all like if they're into vampire movies at all if they're into any gothic kind of shit at all but really there are love undertones and i know we started off by saying like we don't want like the twilight kind of stuff but this is like a different kind of like this is like my long lost centuries of love kind of different you know and and it's true to the book but i feel like ladies this is definitely like a uh turn on movie there's definitely been some beans flicked to this movie it's been some beans flicked to this flick yeah yeah not gonna lie it's just and, and i'm not mad at that some of them want to get banged by a vampire for sure they all or do. a werewolf yeah i don't know you're weird i don't know yeah, whatever. Do your thing, ladies. It's not a big deal. But I don't think it's overly terrifying. Like I said, like a 13-year-old girl, like it, like I'm saying your prime audience for like horror movies is like, say like a 16-year-old girl. She can be afraid of movies that aren't necessarily that great or terrifying. But this, I think after like 13, she'd be like, ooh, I like this. This is like kind of like a... Like you said, like a spicier romance kind of deal versus... Uh, this is like HBO at midnight. Right, right. So it's not it's not very scary. It's more of a beautiful story. 
But I think if, you know, you're maybe going 10 and under, maybe you can get some kids with some creepy elements. But I'm going a half a point on fear just on the young kids. That's what it is. There's always going to be 0.5 minimum because, again, kids are scared of the dumbest shit. I was scared of the dumbest shit. I know how it's like. That's how it goes. I see if a child, an infinite child, sees this movie at some point, there's something in here that's going to scare him. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah. So, that is four and a half so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the final one-point category for half a point each here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. And that is rewatchability. It's definitely rewatchable. It is. It's not even just for October. I can watch this one all the time. But um, I didn't dislike the Johnny Depp Sleepy Hollow movie. I don't know why this feels comparable because it's not even the same character kind of shit. But it's just kind of like a dramatic movie in that sense. It's got the same kind of vibe. Right. And this is the one I'll kind of throw on versus that. Um uh, there's lots of renditions of Dracula, and and we've been preaching or been praising this movie, and Christopher Lee is my favorite Dracula. Like I love. That's why I start, That's why I said I think this is the smartest and like the most serious. Um, Dracula movie. Now the Hammer movies, they're serious too. Very sophisticated and British in their '50s '60s kind of way. But this is just over the top serious and done just to a grander scale. Christopher Lee is Dracula to me, but Bella Lugosi, like he fucking started it. Some people that's some people's answer. I made a TikTok about this, like who's your favorite Dracula? There's literally no fucking wrong answers. If you have like enough passion to have a favorite Dracula, like you're not wrong. Like I don't care what it, you could say the Dracula from Monster Squad. You could be like that guy crushed it. Like I, that's your that's a good answer. Like, I'm not mad at that. Like, so, so many different renditions of him. And this is just another great, this is the most serious one. I think Gary Oldman, like, nailed the assignment. I hope he took, like, a long vacation after making this movie. Because, dog, you fucking deserved it. We didn't deserve, like, such a serious, awesome Dracula horror movie. Christopher Lee's awesome. Bella Lugosi are cool. But these were, like, cheap horror movies. Like, they were not pointed at everyone. This movie was pointed at everyone. Like, this was to bring in the crowds. Like, to bring in everyone. Like, yeah, this was a movie targeted for, like, our moms. Like, for, for us. For everyone. Like, everyone's invited. It wasn't just like a, oh, did you see there's a new scary movie out? I'm sure you and Christian will go see it. No, it's not like that. It's like, no, this is Francis Ford Coppola. Godfather, bro. Like everyone's seeing this i like that it has that appeal and <clears throat> that's why i picked it man i know a lot of people like this movie it's got a broad reach so i hope people enjoy like our you know our conversations about it you know i do and if you got more to say about this you guys let us know in the comments and shit of like if you're in the videos because we appreciate I appreciate the conversations. I really do. And this is such a long movie that it's hard. I don't want to miss out any key elements, but there's so many parts in it. But it's a lot of parts. Hey. Okay, that was a lot. I got to do the graphic here. Okay, so that is five and a half out of ten for Bram Stoker's Dracula, 1992. Yeah. 
I just I just had to get the score there. Oh, okay. I, I had to let people know the score, you know, because you went off there for like a minute, which is fine, which is fine. We have a structure Can here. You just please? gotta make sure I gotta get the, I get the, the graphic. I just gotta make sure the graphics there. Okay, now it's gone. I I am a fucking parent. <laughs> I am a fucking parent, Mark, and you have an obligation, a legality to me, so please hit the music. I missed you, mister. Mr. Mr. Rosak. Tell him if they're old enough How old? to watch that scary stuff you know, for the parents who will give up. All right. Now, Mark, we got to rapid fire this one because, you know, we've been having a fun time chatting. But mostly you. Some, right. If someone is new to Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula, 1992, we need a little bit of a parent's guide here. I know we said it wasn't very scary, but is there any drugs and sex? What's going on? How old <clears throat> can kids be to watch this? Because we're recommending it. I don't know what's the what what age do you think nowadays? Because I'm talking nowadays. Um. What age? No, I'm just. Let me finish the question. Oh, I'm sorry. It was like it was rhetorical. What age do you think people watch kids watch porno for the first time? I don't know. I don't. Especially know. nowadays, because it's so much more convenient. I'm thinking maybe thirteen. 13's fine because there's not really any heavy sex scenes. There doesn't have heavy drug use. There's nothing very gory or scary about it, but there is some orgasmic sounds to it. Like I said before, I was like, you better be careful that your kids ain't around because they might think you're watching a porno in there or something from some of the noises of this. That's about it. I started um, watching it with my 12 and my 4-year-old, and I was like, all right, I'm like, she, my 4-year-old wasn't watching. She's on the iPad, but my son kind of was, and I was like, but I'm going to turn this off because there's, like, some titties and stuff. Yeah, in that's it. what I, I mean. Like, I don't know. Like, there's not really heavy sex, but there's, like, titties and... <laughs> like loud as hell so just just you know just i mean sex is the, always yeah. the hardest thing when it comes to the age because it's the most awkward fucking thing for some reason yeah. but you know 13 you'll be good so i like 13, that answer 13 there it is now with just a short time left christian ramey yeah. do you have any hints of what is coming next week i don't know dog I, you know, I've got a lot of selections to make here, man. I've got a lot of selections to make here. Well, that's great. We're, we don't know. But if people are listening right now and they're like, I'm out of episodes to watch, where can they go to find more content? Well, look here, folks. I want to know. We do make some more content, and you've made it this far in this show without commercials or any kind of watered-down ads because that just feels like bullshit. Now, if we had some horror-related ads or things that took care of us that related with us, yeah, maybe sure we would do that, but we never want to be something watered down or plugged down. So what we do is make bonus content and put it up on our Patreon. It's pretty cheap, too. Costs you about a cup of coffee every month, monthly charge. Not too bad. And what you get with that is a weekly episode, some bonus content, not all horror movies. Sometimes we're reading spooky stories. We've been doing that lately, but we're just kind of bullshitting about whatever. And uh, that's a way for us to keep the lights on here, so to speak, in the studio. And um, we appreciate all of you guys. And uh, you can find those links in our link tree, but it's patreon.com slash sloppy horror and... Any, any kind of help that you guys can do by leaving comments, leaving likes, sharing, letting everybody know 
uh, you know, just the simple stuff really goes a long way. And we see all of you guys that do that stuff. We really do appreciate you. And, um, you know, down here in the studio, you make our lives worthwhile. And that's why we love you. So that's what you need to do. That's what you need to do is go check out the Patreon. Help out Ozark and I. Help us keep this thing going one by one. We're growing and growing and growing because we have a fun time. But what I want y'all to do is tell us what, I mean, we're in the middle of a season, but, you know, <clears throat> always write in. Tell us what kind of movies you want to see us do. We are very accessible, you know, accessible. Just say, hey, Ozark Mark, I'd really like to hear you talk about A Nightmare on Elm Street 6. And guess what? He probably would. Like, he probably would. That's that's the beauty in all of it. We are here to entertain you guys, and we're actually more or less surprised that we do, so... Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for checking in every week. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, why did that make me laugh so hard? Because it's true. And we're very uh, thankful for you guys. Uh, like we yeah. the fact that we can entertain you guys, it surprises us and thank you. So we're humble fellas. We're very simple guys. Makes me feel all warm and tingly inside. Remember Major Paint? Major! He's just trying to show you some affection. He's like, make me feel all funny inside. <laughs> what did he say? Like, <laughs> I forget what like, he said. Dude, that movie made me pee my pants when I was a kid. It was so damn funny. I'm he, nah, he ain't happy. <laughs> make me feel all funny inside. Major, do you get out and dance? I've been known to tear a little rug. <laughs> What you laughing at, fat boy? Find a piece of candy in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm about to watch that later. Oh, dude, that is the one of the funniest movies that is on this earth. <laughs> it really is. It is. <laughs> it's even funnier the second eh. time you watch it. Eh. <laughs> eh. Okay. Well, we're going to get out of here, boys and girls. I'm glad you're here on the road with us to Halloween, so tune in next week because I have no idea what we're going to do. It's going to be a surprise this week because he hasn't picked the movie. It's narrowed down to a few, but it's like we are getting up here to closer to Halloween. Well, that's it. We'll see you next week. We love you.